I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Coming up on today's edition of Sports Brothers, who have indeed reassembled here on the Chase Thomas Podcast, the Chase Thomas Podcast Network. We've got the Daily Beast, Robert Silverman, and AL.com sports editor, Andrew Hammond to talk about the biggest thing in sports this week, the Heat Celtics series, uh, what the Celtics offseason is going to look like, uh, the Knicks, uh, some fun Knicks trades, uh, Julius Randle, um, why the Pistons are the biggest losers in the NBA draft lottery reveal, um, what the Blazers are going to do around Dame, and then of course the Spurs landing Victor Wimbanyana. So what that means for San Antonio and why it's cool for basketball that Victor wound up in san antonio so all that more coming up with bob and andrew here on today's edition of sports orders assemble here on the chase thomas podcast all right uncle darren let's go sports reporters assemble! chase thomas pod the chase thomas podcast <laughs> um my nephew needs me to record see i hate i already hate it i hate it all right, you heard it, sports porters. We have indeed reassembled on this fine Sunday morning. I didn't get the beanie. Uh, the beanie. Yeah, where's your beanie? I didn't. It's hot, man. Like it's. We're. I'm in the south. Andrew's about to be here in the south, so he'll he'll understand. I don't know. Andrew might be a beanie in the summer kind of guy too. I don't know. It depends on if it's, I've got my hair cut or not. Yeah, it's mm. sixty. It's sixty degrees in New York City right now, and. Mm. What that means is because it has been warmer, the heat has not kicked on in the central air, the central heating building. Oh. So it, the building still thinks it's like 80. So it's a little chilly. Mm. Well, that voice you heard there, that's Bob Silverman of the Daily Beast. Bob, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Eh. 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 Fine. Fine. I'm going to go yeah. see uh, uh, God. Are you there? It's me, Margaret, uh, with the wife in a couple hours. Have you seen it yet? No. They made a movie of the Judy Bloom book? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Huh. Bob's on top of it. Uh, also here, <clears throat> I just had some oatmeal and it's just like, I got love oatmeal, maple and brown sugar oatmeals. Top notch, top five meal for me. Um, avail.com. Soon to be a Southerner like myself, Mr. Andrew Hammond. Andrew, good evening, sir. How are you? Or good afternoon. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> we're getting into it. We're really mixing it up. Gonna chop it up with Andrew. Ask some real questions. I love that Andrew's on the couch for this because it really feels like this is gonna be a therapeutic session here because Andrew is comfortable. He's on the couch. He's got the beanie. Yeah, he's thinking about life. He's thinking yeah, about. You, you, the funny thing is, you guys already know what I'm like pissed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there different kinds of Andrew. And we got Andrew mm-hmm. in uh, the in his in his office, or as everybody calls it, the ham cave. Yes. Um, you know what kind of a take you're getting, but mm. this is different. This is a more contemplative Andrew. This is Andrew ready to get real. Oh no, no, no! I'm fine. Um, I swear <laughs> to God, the first two games in the Eastern Conference Finals, I thought we oh, were back right. in Orlando in the bubble. 
Oh, right. Um, oh, right. Other than that, other than that, I'm fine. <coughs> other than that, I'm fine. <coughs> oh, I think I got some oatmeal in me, too. Oh, mm. bad. Prods, prods. I'm sorry, what? What was that, Bob? I it's not frauds. I don't know. Oatmeal. Oatmeal in the throat. Mm -hmm. Oh, oatmeal. oh, no, no, no. It's, uh, I just want to say, oh, they got you too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they did. Oh. Well, you said they got you. I still think the Celtics are winning the series. I think what the Celtics are still going to win the series. Where? I, Where? Yeah. If if they if they play all, if they play three quarters and they just decide, you know what? We aren't going to have a fourth quarter. I yeah. just don't think Tatum's going to keep doing this fourth quarter after fourth quarter. I'm I'm just betting on it. I, I think they get out of it. I don't think they win the finals. I think they're going to lose again to uh, to the Nuggets, but I do think they make it through. I'm still not sold on the Nuggets, honestly. They are the best. <laughs> I'm sold. Uh, I, I'd like to ask. I mean, I'm sold, I'm, I'm sold on the Nuggets coming out of the West, but for the Nuggets to just completely – like. They won't whoever they play in the finals, whether it's Miami or by some miracle Boston, it's probably gonna go six or seven games. I think uh, they would rather get Miami than Boston with the no, wings that not, like I don't know who Miami Denver's right. throwing at Tatum and Brown. I can't believe you at, despite all the available evidence, you are in fact sliding playoff Jimmy. I really I'm not can't sliding him. Okay, well, playoff Jimmy. Are. Here's a bleacher report had a stat uh last night. Uh, Jimmy and Michael Jordan are the only two players in NBA history with these averages in a postseason. Yeah. 35, 5, and 2 with a 50 plus percent field goal percentage. Like Jimmy, yeah. playoff Jimmy, like this is unreal. Like what he's doing right now. I just don't trust the rotation guys. Like they're still I, playing no, Gabe Vincent in crunch time. I, I still don't think you can win a title with Gabe, Vin Gabe Vincent in crunch I, time. I feel like we have two and a half rounds of evidence about what Gabe Vincent can yeah. do. Yeah, he's fine. Yes, that's but you cool. see what happened with the Lakers. The, the Rui Hachimura stuff is fun and cute until you yeah, are calling losing. ISOs late. Yeah, here's here's the difference between Miami and Denver. Okay, Denver is getting a team that you know. Look, I hate saying because it feels it feels like you're. I'm not discrediting the Lakers and what they did. In the first, in the second round against Golden State, but a lot of energy was expelled. A lot of emotional energy was expelled. Mm. Now you've got to go face a Denver team that I'm not saying is. I don't want to call them overrated. Because I, no, I, 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 I hear what you're, I, you're saying. Keep going with this. I, I think I the agree. West as a whole was very good, but they weren't like the far and away best team in the West, at least in my opinion. They weren't. Um, but compared, Denver is a better matchup for a Los Angeles team that is just kind of going on, hey, that's thing that we didn't know. I hate saying vibes, but they're saying. rolling at a point where it's like, okay, we've refreshed the roster for a good month and a half, two months. Everything was working, but everybody's going to adjust. And Denver has a great game plan for a Los Angeles team that if on the, on the worst, on their a wrong day, you can catch them, and they've caught them three straight games. I you can't do that with a team like Miami. There's just their bench is tremendous. The rotation is efficient. You've got a coach in Spo who I'm glad we're giving him his flowers. By the way, majority of basketball Twitter should have been doing that about like four or five years ago. But yeah, I'm I not going I was doing. Yeah, it. thank you, Bob. You're 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 a true patriot. Um, so I, if I'm if I'm Denver, I want Boston because mm. yeah. Miami might just what was it the San Antonio uh, Miami series in 2014, where you know we all we all expected it to go six or seven games and then it went maybe what five and we're all just like oh my god this is a butt kicking. 
Miami wouldn't do that. Nice. Guess how many times an eight seeds won the NBA Finals ever? Zero. Guess how many times like a team outside, like the lowest seed to ever win is a six seed. That was the Rockets you, in the you, early nineties, and they had a key. The at this point in the NBA, you yeah, I think get rid of the seeds. I, I, I think don't what, think so. I don't think you can. Can I? Yeah. I have a point. Uh, not that I don't talk too much already, but I have a point of parliamentary procedure. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. I think the one thing that we're learning about. Uh, basketball in the year of our Lord 2023 mm. is that because there are so much is so much turnover on rosters because there is so little time to practice the teams that won always play hard are at a distinct advantage like mm. it's not a question of just a, well eventually talent will win out that used to be the thing in the NBA was okay look if you have, say, a team with LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade, those guys are going to win over the course of a seven-game series because the talent is too great. These days, there is so much more parity. The talent cannot be overwhelming. And what we're learning is that teams that are smart always play hard, know their role, know each other, and know how to execute are at a significant advantage, even if you just go 1 through 12 on the roster and say, well, team Y is actually more talented, as is the case with Boston. Boston is a more talented team than Miami, full stop. Mm. I don't think anyone would argue with that. But what we learned is that actually doesn't matter if you can, if they are not able to play smart, play hard, and execute. And all Miami has done throughout the first two and a half rounds of these playoffs is just prove that no matter what, you will not out-effort them, and you will not out strategize them and therefore you just have to be you have to you have to meet them on that playing field you have to meet those goals and then your talent will prevail as you know you'd expect but right now they are just they are they do not as the old sports cliche goes beat themselves you have to beat them and boston is beating themselves already that's but i don't think that's gonna uh, necessarily gonna be the case there i still like tatum's numbers you go through it and like what he's done against miami like he averaged 31 when in the, we have seen a handful of games we have seen mm. half games where boston is playing like what is playing up to their capabilities we have seen stretches mm. during the regular season they have but they have not put together an extended run like prick the average boston fan like andrew hammond and they'll mm-hmm. tell you that the inconsistency and the seeming like, oh, okay, well, we can phone this quarter in and then just, you know, flip the switch and go, that they've had a lot of weird, bad losses. Uh, For one example, the the game they lost to the Knicks when Jalen Brunson was out and they got gacked by Emmanuel quickly being a prominent example. And they're doing it now. I don't feel like the problem is they have fought that all year. And yeah, Mm. they had the, you know, the second best record in the East. They should have been the one seed by at least six or seven games. uh Uh-huh. Because Milwaukee had a stretch where they were, they all knew their role. They were playing hard. They were playing smart. And they, they, they lived up to their capabilities. But in the playoffs, they weren't there. And Miami was. And that's why they got gentlemen swept. I'm just taking a certain amount of pride in the fact that so far the team that's given Miami the hardest fight is the Knicks, but that's neither here nor there. Andrew, and, you have a point. Wait, hold on. The Celtics are giving them a fight. It's not like these are blowouts. The Celtics had the game in hand in game two there. Like, they let it slip away in really, really rough fashion in the just, Grant Williams give me, competition. Give me, give me my internet points. Give me my vibes. That's all yeah, I want. Mm-hmm. I need some and here's my Knicks feel about, goodery. Mm-hmm. And here, I mean, the Knicks had a good series. That was a fun series. Here, here, here's the thing about that Knicks series. Miami, and I'm not trying to throw any shade at the Knicks, but Miami, throw some shade, throw some shade, but throw but it. Miami, the way Miami closed out the series when they got the when they you know got the third game in the series and then of course got the fourth game, it was clear. It was like, yeah, New York, you might try and stretch this as long as possible. You might try. Yeah, you might try. But it's not going to happen. And so when I look at Boston and I think about the differences, and I said this on Friday, and everybody was like, oh, what do you mean? As for all of his transgressions, Ime Udoka 
could reach the team in those moments because it's not like, you know, this has been a, oh, we're going back to 2020. This is the first time they they met last year in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. We all expected the series to be as competitive and as heated and as contentious as it was. But what Ime Udoka became with the difference maker in that series is that there was an even kill approach. If he had to kick somebody in the butt, he had to kick somebody in the butt. There isn't like there isn't this, you know, there was a poise factor with how they handled clinching the series on the road. There was a poise factor when Miami was making that deep run and everybody saw it happening and you just saw the calmness. You saw it in the Milwaukee series last year. You saw the difference between a guy and a coach who has been there and who understands the moment and a coach who the only thing we've talked about this series is that he watches the town two to four times a week. I'm sorry. I, I tweeted that out. I, once that little factoid came out in that GQ interview, in the GQ story, I was like, Heat and Four. Well, I'm sorry. And, and, Watching and he, the town over and over again, Heat and Four. It's and a great movie, though. Problem. Town's a fun yeah. time. It's a great movie. But here's, great movie. Here's, here's the problem. <laughs> this okay, is not fine. the guy that should have been the head coach. And when you look at the market, of who's available right now. Well, and they, didn't, you, they didn't have a choice. Look, they couldn't the, once once the Adoka once Adoka oh, was no, absolutely. fired, they didn't I, have I a totally choice and they were it. playing well. They couldn't just suddenly I I totally get it. Austin didn't have a choice about who was coaching. Oh yeah, no, me. it's and, it, and I don't think that and I, I think it would be I think they could go get a Nick Nurse or a Mike Budenholzer or or any one of the very Monty good coaches. Williams. Yeah, or Monty Williams. They could rather than Joey Mozzarella, but I, well, I, I kind of... You're, you're, you're in a situation where, and somebody was making the point, oh, well, this is why you can't, you know, get you can't sign the guy with an extension. It's kind of like, he kind of gave him no choice. Like, you have to. you Because if you're gonna, if you're gonna have time to get rid of the elephant in the room, Get rid of the elephant in the room. You just don't have a guy yeah. hanging in limbo. Someone, someone hand Brad Stevens a, 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 a an intro, an Econ 101 textbook with the, and then put like dog ear the chapter that says sunk cost fallacy. Do you think and, he does the Pat Riley thing at any point where he puts comes himself in. back in power? No, yeah, no. I, I don't I think, think he's thinking to. about it. I mm-hmm. think the bubble when when they went to the bubble and they were arguably the favorites in the east mm. and it was another meltdown but this time it was a systematic failure and it was a i cannot reach these guys that's that's what that admission was i can't reach these guys so i don't think he wants to go back yeah, I think it's also a better would, job. You will stay in that job a lot longer than being the well, head coach I, of the basketball I, team. I, I think he wants to stay in Boston, mm. but like I said, going back to that that Eastern Conference Finals in the bubble, you could see on his face because they had the fight. I don't know if it was well, a game I mean, two or that's... game three, but then as the series went on and even into the next season, it it just wasn't there. That's that's his, I mean, look, a college coach. You guys know this. You guys are college sports knowers a lot more than I am. The role of the college coach is to be a recruiter and a team culture builder more than it is to be. I think that's actual... true of football, not basketball. Really? Yeah, basketball. Like Beheim still loves his zone, and like college basketball coaches still put way more of their imprint on what guys because they're call and play after, but like they're. There's a lot more hands-on I, I, instruction. Right, my, then if I'm wrong and I'm wrong, college football though, I would that. agree. Yes, I'll the head coaches out, are I feel more. That recruiters my assumption was is that, is that 
recruiting matters more, and therefore this it's just recruiting is king. Recruiting. You don't don't get me wrong. Recruiting right. is king. Right. He's then he's basically saying this is actually my chief skill. I mean, granted, you don't really recruit yeah. NBA players, but that it's more of a an organizational overseer type thing. And yeah, uh, I, I I think I think uh, uh, I. I, I, you know, it's uh, Bob. Join uh, me. The Celtics are winning the title. That's no, where I'm at now. I think the Celtics I, I predicted, are winning the title. I, saw, I thought they were making the finals. My so, prediction was: what was my prediction? I think I said Denver. I think I said Boston Phoenix. I think yeah, I, I, think said, said I was wrong. Phoenix. Yeah, I was wrong. I said wrong. Denver Bucks. So wrong. I'm halfway there. I said Denver Bucks, but I think I, I think I might have said Boston. Oh no, no, I know what I said. I said Bucks win the title before the year. Because I said Boston, um, Golden State. Yeah, that's what you said. The rematch, yeah. 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 Well, that, and to be fair, about halfway through the season, I was like, the West is so, it's so just, it's Mm -hmm. a 16, it's 16. Yeah, it could have been anyone. Run run these playoffs another hundred times and you'd get a lot of I'll, I'll, I'll say this. It's crazy how we're still like, oh my God, Tatum and Brown. Have not gotten it done. They're twenty six and twenty four years old. Yeah. So, but the problem is, well, Jalen Brown did promise five titles by what twenty eight. Okay. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, whatever. But you, you, we, we have to remember that they're still young. But at the same time, it's just like you've had a contender window open far longer than one you probably should have had in the first place Two, you've been able to extend it as long as you can. And three, that window it, and I don't know, Bob, you may disagree with this. Sure. Within the last year, it's Mm -hmm. felt like it's closing sooner than anybody in the organization wants to think or believe. Right. I, I, let me ask you a question, Andrew, and, and tell me if I'm wrong. I think what Boston needs is, and I don't know if this person exists in the current market, but I mm. think I feel like they have to move on from Marcus Smart and get a real point guard. Welcome to 2020, Bob. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh man, it's it's still 20. Why are we doing this? They almost won the title last year. With Marcus Smart as the point here's, guard. Here's here's the problem. Well, then, if we're, that we're talking about is are they? Well, we're not. The question isn't is Boston an excellent team that has a good chance of making the finals every year. The question is is Boston a the the odds on favorite to win? Is Boston the team that everyone's going to pick? And yes, I understand the whole. I understand this has been a long running debate, but I feel like we've reached the breaking point. And if I were Boston, I would go try and get Fred Van Vliet. Can they afford him? Yeah, you, you can afford anybody in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, he does feel like a Brad as, Stevens guy. Great college player, he can fill that the double seen, Brogdon role. Him and FVV, just the ultimate college guards. In the last what four or five years, mm. what's money in the NBA? Money means nothing. Yeah, um, like if you built a trade around Marcus Smart for a sign and trade for Fred VanVleet. I feel like now, granted, Fred will get hunted. Like Fred is a for a guy who's five eleven. He's a very solid defensive player. He's certainly not the defensive player of the year type that Marcus Smart is. But I feel like they need someone who can. You can look. Jimmy can can, the Jimmy Jimmy can be an offense unto himself. But that is a rarity. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know what? Like Kawhi can do that. Kawhi was playing with Marcus Smart and Kyle Lowry. Yeah. There are very few guys. Like, Peak LeBron could do that. Mm. Peak Kobe could do that. Um, Kevin Durant. Peak, uh, uh, no, he had Steph Curry. Kevin Durant cannot do that. I mean, he still had. I mean, that, but he was still He got able. a lot of assists. I'm telling you, a guy yeah. who can function as, like, the apex scorer and can organize the offense and get everyone where they need to be. He's yeah. like... It's a short list. Steph Curry could do that. Yeah. Um, but he was, you know, if you want to say he's Early not Paul really George with Indiana, right. who was point guard? No, then? no, not at that level. I'm talking about winning a championship. He was a first level. seed. He was a number one overall seed. In Michael, that yeah, I don't Michael know. Jordan could do that. Yeah. Jimmy can do that. Um, but go get trade Marcus 
trade you the boston is you not need a point guard you need, need a point guard they need and... a real point guard and, and for, if they're worried about boston's defense fred can hold up he's not the defender he was during the toronto title run or even a couple of years ago but i'd still you... take it over marcus smart yeah and the the problem with look the problem with labeling guys as the heartbeat of your team um because there's a certain team in the bay that had to pretty much went through 82 games and a playoff suspension to realize, yeah, it's not. We've got to move on. I want Boston to have move on from game. who? Huh? From Draymond? Yeah. No, Draymond's not going anywhere. Yeah, you got to ride to the end of time. The money is the money gets with the new CBA. The money is going to be. It's going to be. They, very yeah, hard. You got to ride it out, man. You got to die with those three. I mean, you, they, I think that they they they're. Someone's got to go. I think it's Jordan Poole, and they just find a way around it. Kaminga and Poole. Who's yeah. trading for Jordan Poole's like? I think there are teams around the league that would talk forty million dollar contract. The Wizards would do something like that for sure. The Timberwolves would do something like that. There also, are teams just, around the league I, that would I do it. I the Mavericks, be, like there I are teams out there. The, the Rockets. I, I I truly wish I could be a Wizards or Hornets fan. You want to know why? Oh, the Hornets and because one. you no, just you know your team isn't amounting to crap. That's mm. a terrible feeling. You don't, you don't want that. And, 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 and Can I please speak from, a Knicks from experience fan too. here? And, and, and yeah. you don't have to have the emotional investment and just watch everything crush as you waste uh, multiple wow. championship windows in a 12-year decade. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. This is therapy, Bob. This is okay, therapy. Okay, okay. I'm telling you, <laughs> as someone, I'm telling you, you're looking at grass and thinking it's greener when it's ditchweed. You're wrong <laughs> on that. Bob, have you had a contender window in the last 12 years? 20. No. Okay. So none. Let me feel none. like this, okay? No. Knicks fans are pleased as punch for an extremely mid second round exit <laughs> and and are are delightful. Y'all are so hyped and I'm yeah. just like, "Oh god, I wish I was I I and I'm not and Bob this is not a do personal it. attack do on it. you. Do it. Do it. I wish do it. I was just blissfully stupid like Knicks fan. Do it. Do My it. God. It's fine. Yes, yes, we're so enjoying happy. it. We're being blissfully stupid. It's oh, a lot of fun. God. I oh, I'm sorry. I, I wish I'm I could just... sorry. I, I really feel bad for the last, oh, uh, like the fact that the Celtics won a title at the end of the 2000s, then re like, but ha and had an excellent team for for the KG stretch, then had a couple Shit. of fallow years, and then went KG, straight back to being KG's in the playoffs team. every year. If not for KG's knee, they probably went in in 2009. Probably, um, yeah. And, yeah. And, so, and if I really healthy, you win it in 20 years of mostly excellent basketball. You poor, 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 poor guys. I feel so mm, mm, smallest violin. Come on. Let me let let me feel like I had, to, I had to watch Andrea Bargnani play. Okay, come on. Well, you also got to watch Jared Jeffries, yeah. Anthony Randolph. Jared Jeffries, by the way, has a has a fishing show. Does he really? I, I think it might have been canceled. I forget which oh, network no. it was on. It was on some janky cable network. He has a fishing show. It's hmm. delightful. Bring back the Andy Routen's SMY TV show. Yeah, Bring sure. The back. Andy and Landry show, but no hmm. garbage teams for. 23 years. You got a book a out of Linsanity. You got a book out of it. One year. Was, but that was still one of the best years of any sport. Yeah, like, that's a got, dream for any sports fan. Documentary. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> really um, things I don't want to hear. Uh, I don't want to hear anything. measuring contest here between the Knicks and the Celtics. And me as a Hawks guy, I'm just like over yeah. here vibing. Uh, just like, hey, Quinn Snyder's just hiring hey, all these college guys. Let's ask uh, a question. Are they going to trade Trey? No. Are they going to trade uh, to, to, to Marco Murray? Not to Marco Murray. Dejounte um, Murray. Dejounte Murray. Yeah. Are they going to no, trade to Marco so. Murray? No, I do think if they move anybody, and I think do you think they'll move someone? I think it's just John Collins. I think ultimately they just find no. John well, Collins they finally moved big, John Collins. No, John Collins can't be moved. We've, I'm sorry. We've only been waiting five million years for this. Quinn He's is just such. I know it's just been forever, but like I just think when Quinn is going to and the staff that he's thinking about and what I've seen from Quinn's rosters in years past, my gut tells me he's going to do whatever he can to make the the dual guard situation work with DeJounte and Trey. 
but he's also going to, he's going to be a big Deandre guy. He loves Jalen Johnson. I think Sadiq Bay is someone he likes a lot. And I like Sadiq too. I think he sees the writing on the wall with spacing. Like if you're going to have to play Capella and Yeka significant minutes to, and they can't shoot either of them, there's just no path to the Hawks having a top 10 offense in the league with Collins and those guys on the floor together. Cause Collins is just not ever going to be that kind of floor spacer that he trusts. So I just think the plan is probably to start Sadiq at the four and then uh, rotate Jalen Johnson uh, the next couple of years. So that's my gut. My gut is that John Collins is moved for maybe another guard because um, bogey's always banged up and stuff like that. So I don't know. That's my gut is I don't think they do this massive changes, but I do Hawks think yeah. talk yes. with Chase Thomas. That's the Hawks talk. Um, look, uh, we, look uh, the other thing I will say, it, it is I, I do understand part of Andrew's pain, which is that watching – I don't know, Williams College's own Duncan Robinson repeatedly <laughs> slice and dice your defense on backdoor cuts. That's very frustrating and annoying. But I think the Celtics are still winning this series. And I'm going to say they're going to win the title. I think they're going to win the title. <sighs> you poor deluded bastard. They're a volatile team, man. All they do is threes and at the rim. And those are going to fall probably today in game three. We're recording this before game three. I think the Celtics win big game three. I don't know. You know... It, are, are we going to cut the game off at the third quarter? Are they going to? They, they might not have to worry about it because they're just up so much because all the threes are falling. This might be a 50 pointer. I, 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 I have one more question, question for Andrew. I have a question for Andrew. Mm. For Andrew Hammond. Andrew. Yeah. Um, which team in the Chinese league is Grant Williams playing in next year? Hold on. This is a Tennessee question, too, and that's a Tennessee shot. Grant Williams, Tennessee legend. Grant? Why does he get Look, so Because we crap? all know how forgiving and understanding Boston Celtics fans are. It's we all know. players of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we all know that. So uh, they're going to be, Grant, gonna, you're going to just what, give him a mulligan what's, on what's crazy turning is, the tide in the second game by, for some reason, what, doing what, the Breaking the one rule of Jimmy Club, which is you do not piss <laughs> off Jimmy Butler. You do not antagonize the Jimmy. Um, <laughs> here's the you might as well thing. have said that Big Face Coffee is crap. Come on. Grant actually didn't play that bad of a fourth quarter. No, he didn't. And that's what's kind of like, it's like, yeah, Grant, you should, you probably shouldn't have said that. Also, um, the stars, the two guys who were supposed to, Hey, um, speaking of Atlanta, uh, Chase, I hope you enjoy um, Jalen Brown in Atlanta next season. Oh, my God. I would kill. Like, you give me Jalen Brown, I guess it would have to be DeJounte in that deal um, yeah, for y'all. Fred, you're... I, don't think, I don't think Trey Young is built for that Boston Celtic life at this point. No, I don't think so either. Well, um, that, that and you can – and like I, like I had been they're saying – They're not trading Jalen Brown. They're not trading him. He's not going anywhere. Are you serious? You just can't. Yeah. You don't find two top so 10, 15-ish players that are on the wings the problem, like this in this league. It's just here, Here's the problem, though. They're going to they supermax in yeah. Winning and the success that they've had this season has masked a lot of problems within that core. That's been there for a while. So... Something's got to give, and the fact that Jalen Brown has been subject of trade rumors and all the stuff over the last year and a half, two years, the man is sick of it. Yeah. Okay. We'll give you we'll give you uh, R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel quickly, and and Julius Randall for Jalen Brown. Can you do it? No picks. You oh, some contract to make it work. You no picks. Bastard. I mean, you guys throw it. I mean, yeah, uh, we're not throwing in picks for that. Three guys. Could you do well? I don't think Andrew does that, right? I want to pick. I, all right. I finally on Rose. At first, I need to wear Un a unprotected, with a blazer, unprotected then... first in 2027. <laughs> Give me an unprotected first in 2027. I'll, th I'll, I'll throw in two second rounders for the next two years. I also hate that that's not that long from now. Like, I'm like, wow, that's so, oh, wait, that's like four years from now. I'll give you two, I'll give you two second rounders. I'll give you the, I'll give you two second rounders and the protected uh, Milwaukee and uh, Wizards pick. Is that a first? 
They're first, but they're highly protected. They're already protected. Okay. Okay. No deal. You got yourself a deal. Deal. Virtual Fine. Jalen Brown is a New York Nick. You've got superstar six man Emmanuel Quickly. You've got uh, noted Canadian RJ Barrett. And you've got uh, third team All NBA Julius Randle in the Knicks. Also, I love how uh, Julius wow. Randle, how, what was it, 2021, where Julius Randle was a cult hero. And then it was, oh my God, Julius Randle's the worst person on the face of the earth. The Last Julius Randle experience. Season, Trey killed him. It's a roller coaster ride. No, the Julius Randle experiences can be boiled down to this. Whatever your expectation of Julius Randle will do, he's going to do the opposite. He's Charlie Day and it's always sunny. He's a wild card. God, that's so accurate. I hate it. But I just love the fact that he went from like a cult status hero when they were mid, what, four or five midseason in the East. And then. As soon as the playoffs hit, as soon as the series is over, he got oh, Julius Randle. You're my worst ever. He got he got absolutely locked down by the Atlanta Hawks in 2021, and he got a lot of people and did. Got, and he got now. Granted, he was dealing with some injuries in these playoffs, but both the Cavs and and Miami treated him like an afterthought most of the series. He had an excellent regular season. The problem is, is that he goes into these moods where. If the first couple of shots don't fall, he he might not rotate on defense. <laughs> and he might spend half the game complaining to the refs. Um, these things happen. He's going to be 28. I'm not sure if he can figure out how to become a more consistent player. When he's on, he's great. Um, and the, the other big problem that I don't think is fixable with Julius Randle is his decision-making and processing speed. When he makes quick decisions with the ball, whether to pass, drive, or shoot, he can be unstoppable, but sometimes he likes to ponder, you know, the foibles of man and the basic fundamental questions of existence while standing 20 feet uh, uh, on the uh, on the high key. So that's the Julius Randle experience. In any case, he's he's Boston's problem now because I just called this into the commissioner's office while I was making that statement. Okay, cool. We um, also so know that – I don't know, Bob, would you do – I think this is the better one that I think I can see happening is RJ and Julius – for Anthony Simons in the number three pick for Portland. Yeah, I mean, would you take a step back just to get that number three pick for like Brandon Miller? Not for Brandon Miller. I do or it for Scoot, Scoot Henderson. I would do it for Scoot. I don't understand the Brandon Miller love. I do not. Brandon uh, Miller. Here's, here's, here's or as, so, as, 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 I've, as in some of my basketball chats, I'm not going to take credit for this line, but in a couple of my hoop centric group chats, they refer to him as Jabari Smith, Jr. Jr. So, I think he has more upside, and I think he can do Here's, stuff on the ball. Jabari needs like Jamari's like best case scenario is like. Uh, I, I don't Rashad, understand. I mean, Rashad I have Lewis. spoken uh, sources yeah. close to people who have actual sources have told me that the Brandon Miller to Charlotte stuff is very real. Um, oh, it absolutely is. Well, like, then yeah, that gets it. That gives you Scoot Henderson. For first, I, I I am fairly confident that a Scoot Henderson Jalen Brunson backcourt could hold up just fine. Yeah, okay. I would do that. Yeah, yeah that's like, I would take that, I would take a step back there. That okay. is two running. The Knicks won, but like I would football do. just going at the rim and God, I love it so much. But yeah. no, uh, Brandon Miller is like the perfect Charlotte Hornet. For MJ, I mean, I know MJ's not like he's, Isn't he he's selling the team. He's he's taking a step back, but I'm sorry, that's like just that's the one like last like salute. I'm sorry, I feel like a, a, I don't understand it. To me, from from the limited amount of college basketball I've watching, I've done and mainly blog reading, it's Scoot Henderson. Yeah, take him. Yeah, take him. I like if you're worried about having two guys. Like I, I don't see where there's an issue between Lamelo and him. I feel like what they can, they their games mesh really well. You can figure out how to they share. They would be annoyingly the good. They would be good. They would, if, if nothing else, in Charlotte, they would be super fun, which yeah. Charlotte really hasn't had for ever. So Brandon Miller has the he has the body and he has the makeup of what you want in a prototypical wing now. Yeah. Like I he has it. the look. The problem that I have mostly is the consistency and an outside shot. 
Um, and we're gonna and we'll just ignore the sort of off court issues. Well, and and the off court the off court issues are one thing, but when I look at just him on a team, the thing about Alabama was they were good enough at times to mask the deficiencies that were clearly in his game, and they could. They could out-athletic anybody, and they could get away with that. But when we saw in the NCAA tournament, and you can pull up the tape from that San Diego State game, and really, you you can even go around uh, back and watch the second round against, I forgot who they were playing, but he just, I think it was Maryland, but he... Brandon Miller shooting the basketball is one of those, hey, it's kind of like with Julius Randle. First two might go in, but if he's going to try and shoot himself out of a slump, it could be a long day. Uh, Here's the most basic NBA slash college slash NBA draft assessment of why I would not ha- I would run to the podium screaming with Scoot Henderson if I had the second pick. Mm. It's that uh, Scoot Henderson has that dog in him and Brandon Miller doesn't. Oh, absolutely. There, that's my answer. Um, speaking of the draft lottery, me. though. I don't know if Brandon does. Brandon does not. I do not. I have not seen evidence that Brandon Miller has that dog in him. I watched that game where it was in the, where the the uh, G League Unite or the G League yeah. Super Fancy team played against uh, Wemby's French oh, pro Wimby. team, and and Scoot said, "Okay, Victor Wembayama is the greatest prospect since LeBron James, the greatest prospect since Kareem, et cetera, et cetera." And he said, "No, I'm going to show you that it's me." And to me, that is especially in the NBA in 2023, that is a real thing that, while not quantifiable is absolutely something you can track and you can see it and you know it when you see it. And to me, that's why it's scoop. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Andrew, the biggest draft lottery winner and biggest draft lottery loser for you. Is I'll who? give you a loser, the <laughs> Pistons. Uh, <laughs> why are the Pistons you know, the biggest loser for you? Can you? Take the, you can take the editor out of Detroit, but... Well, and, and this is why I say it's the Pistons, because... For two, I'm not, and I'm not saying that they were tanking on purpose for two years, but mm-hmm. it, because it's it's hard to mm-hmm. you know they've had some bad luck, but then it 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 turns like from hard luck to bad luck to okay, you know what? We need to position ourselves to get a top three pick, and you know just do a re just kind of. Do a you know remold things a little bit, reshape things a little bit within within our franchise core. But then it was okay, we're gonna get rid of Dwayne Casey, which I sure I think it probably could have come a year later. I think they did it a year early. Um, because I think just injuries and trying to undo five or six years of just bad GM work was not on him, but at the same time, yeah. I, Troy, Weaver, he, Troy Weaver had a lot. He had to really clean out the stalls first. Yeah, and so I could see why Dwayne Casey said, "Yeah, just give me a front office job because I just I can't I can't do this another year because and all for straight up, they're probably gonna be back." With a top five, top three pick. I could, I mean, I did this last year, but I could see, I, I you know, I was not a Jaden Ivy liker, but he had a very solid end to the, to this, to the season. Uh, I feel, you know, if Cade Cunningham comes back healthy, they got to sort through all the, you know, the Island of Misfit Toys bigs they have. But uh, a player I really, uh, uh, I think, uh, Tyson Hendricks would be a great pick for them there. Uh, they, yeah, at five. Yeah. Because I think they expected a top three pick. They did. And arguably, the odds, yeah. 
arguably should have maybe had the first pick. Um, and so, yeah, so all of a sudden you're looking at the top three prospects. Either one could have worked. Um, I would say I would have put Brandon Miller last on that list, but it, they could have still made it work because I think that and maybe, you know. Wait, you think Brandon Miller of the three would work the least in Detroit? I think he would because hmm. you essentially have a version of it's him a, there a, I don't know how you I don't know how. I was going to say him and Bojan might actually work pretty well. If those are your yeah, two wings, but, I don't hate that. I don't uh, hate it either. Cam, but Cam Whitmore, I think, would be a solid pick for them. I like him as a scoring wing. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Also, it, you there's opportunity. I'm not saying that they that the you know the opportunity is there to trade up um, because you don't you just it's don't have so... the assets. You, well, you you don't have the capital and you don't have the assets to do it. So somebody could fall. Um, but the problem is the top three picks, the top three draft picks in the top three teams are all basically just kind of like, well, yeah, I'd like, like to stay here Portland, unless unless Portland does something at three, which I'm like... Uh, well, it no, seems Portland, like they don't want to stay at three. Po- that Portland, Portland, Portland is going to try to... Funny get, if they trade the third pick and Simons for Zach Levine, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh at Portland. But I don't hate that for Portland. I do. If you're keeping I, Damian Lillard, the pick should yeah. be moved. If you're not keeping Damian Lillard, then yes, take it. So you're you're rolling with Zach Levine and Damian Lillard in your backcourt. Cool, you're going to score Grant. 100. You're going to you, and Jeremy Grant. You're going to score I, 130 you know, points a game and, be, and win 40 games. Yeah, that's fine. Just write it out with Damian Lillard till the end. 2014 and 2014. I love that roster. Mm. Now. They used to. Do you remember their five at one point? Like they were the kings of like the best starting five, like the Andre Miller, Brandon Roy, Nicholas Batum, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Greg Oden starting five. Like they were like an all-time great theoretical team. You mean Andre some... Miller or DeAndre Miller? No, it was Andre. Yeah, was yeah you said DeAndre. But did I see DeAndre? I meant you did. DeAndre, yeah. You did. It's okay. Um, yeah, Portland is in a weird spot. I don't because, know what Portland does, but yeah, they're kind of trade the pick. I think. I I I love Portland. Uh, like I said. Portland's in a weird spot, but I do love like the slowly unraveling of Damian Lillard, where it's like, no, guys, I'm fine. I want to stay in Portland, but then like you just see it in his eyes. It's just like slow. It's like a slow burn. It's like a wrestling heel turn where he's just like, no, guys, everything's fine. I'm in a great situation right now. And all of a sudden, he's just gonna go completely off one day. I would, I would, I would, I would uh, prefer if me if I were Portland, I would not trade Dame. I would not trade the third pick for some disgruntled star. If you want to call Zach Levine a star, um, I would, I would draft Scoot. And say, I think you don't, you don't get the chance at a possibly elite player in the draft very often. And I really feel like Scoot is one of them. And I say, you take it. And if that means that you are not contending with Dame, that's okay. There is no one you can trade for who you will make, who will turn this Portland team and Damian Lillard's failures into a contender. I got so, a question for you though, Bob. Draft his successor. I got, I got a question for you though, Bob. Shoot. If you're Portland. Uh-huh. I'd say am what? I am I am I Portland white nationalist or my Portland Antifa narrow it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, if you're the am I, Portland am I tiny Trailblazers, if you're the Portland Trailblazers, oh okay, thank you, got it. God, Bob, I can't stand you someday. Anyway, <laughs> if you I got the brainworms, if, if, they're if all in if, there. Of course, Crazy. if you're the Trailblazers, I know 2019 you aren't taking any calls, and 2023. Okay. Are you at least listening to an offer for Dame? For Dame yeah, of course. I think you shouldn't be a GM if you're not always listening to everybody. Yeah, of course you're listening. From my point of view, the, if the point is is that like Dame doesn't want to be traded to a team where he can chase a ring, okay, that's a given. Um, I just don't see. I do not see a path for them in because we're talking basically. 
I mean, who knows? Maybe Dame can continue performing at this level into his like mid to late thirties, but he's going to be thirty-four this year, I believe. Jamie, how old is Damian Lillard going to be? Jamie, okay, he uh, is so, thirty-two, so he'll 32. be thirty-three this year. Okay, so he's thirty-three. Honestly, he was thirty-three this year. But like, if you, you're basically saying by thirty-five in two years, I Portland with a limited amount of draft capital and. Like, you know, I like Shaden Sharp. I think he's really fun. And he, he's, that was a good pick last year. Uh, I, you know, Simons is, I, I like him as a young player. Uh, given the, what they have to build a contender, that means you're trading both of those guys. And I kind of think the better response is to say to Portland fans, you, like, Dame is going to still be here and be awesome. It may not result in a lot of playoff wins, but we will do that. We will keep Dame, and we're just going to keep building with, like, Shaden, with Simons, and with Scoot Henderson. And I think that's the better way to go about it. And, it, look, if some team comes and blows you over with, a, with an offer for Dame, and if Dame is like, yeah, that's what I want to do, then, okay, cash in, all, cash in your, your, you know, your biggest chip. But – I, it seems very misguided to me to think that in two years, in basically two off seasons, that you can that you can get there. Maybe I'm wrong, but that would be me. Yeah, no. As a as a not GM. I uh, can I just say too, like the people who are like I understand like if you're a Rockets or a Mavericks or a Suns fan, like why you were uh just like the sky is falling when Victor when Benyana uh, ended up in San Antonio. Which, that's by great. the way, can we can we all admit that that's actually the like okay, all of the fans of those franchises are sad. All the old people who work in those franchises are sad. But Victor going to go play for Pop is, is fantastic. It's good. It is the, the, capital the, the, G good for basketball. Yes, right. Even though he doesn't have a contract right now, right? Like he has to get extended going into this year. Like I think his contract's I, I, up or something. I, it's, it's, it's what fun. if he retired? We didn't even get women yada. I do think it's funny though that like Tony Parker, it's like a uh, Avengers Assemble type deal with yeah, Victor Tony now. Coming. And Timmy are like, we're yeah. gonna help. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> that means that that uh, Tony's gonna let him know which girlfriends it's okay to hit on. Oh, okay. Oh. What? Danny wow. Green is going to come back and explain when it is and is not a good idea to take photographs at a Holocaust memorial site. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't forget. Bob remembers everything on Twitter. Like, Tim Duncan is going to let him know how wide the lapels can be on a pair of jeans. The important stuff. Also, isn't Tony Parker like a really high up advisor to Michael Jordan? Aren't they like best friends? I remember reading that Tony Parker and Michael Jordan are super close for some reason. And maybe. Yeah, there's uh, Tony, Tony was on Tony was in I think and Jamie, tell me if I'm wrong. I think like Tony was already working with uh uh the Metropolitan's ninety two with Wemby's French yeah. League team. Okay. So I think you know they've known well, each other. Well no, uh, no, I think I thought it was uh Olympic Boris. No, it was Boris 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 Dia was involved yeah. with Metropolitan's ninety eight. So yeah, he's because, got them. Because Tony yes. Parker Boris Dia needs to teach Wemby how to slack off. I that is awesome. There you I go, Boris. Boris. Everyone. I mean, I also just like it's gonna be fun, but also I think people are who, <laughs> the Spurs have been all like it's so weird because they they did the Kawhi thing so wrong and that DeRozan trade was so stupid and they, sent them back I mean, the for DeRozan so long. Trade was... <sighs> Yeah, that was a mistake. In theory, it was a great idea. It was. I killed it at the time. Where I'm like, "What are you doing?" Like DeRozan, as you're like, "That's you're not going to keep this thing moving. Just bite the no, bullet." The Kawhi no, thing I, sucks. No, Just bottom I, out. I, I I understand it. I, th- I don't think it was. I think it, it didn't work. I liked it. I liked saying, "No, we're still going to be a good team." I like it. Okay. I. I'm just excited to see what it means because I think the Spurs, uh, like in college football terms, Andrew, they're like maybe Florida State. Or Nebraska, where it just feels better. No, they're absolutely Florida State, right? Where you're just—they were the champions of our youth, and the logo still means something. And you're just like, it just feels like the you sports just better. Want them to play meaningful games. Yeah, you want them like for for as much as we are all about, you know, the the T Wolves and all these other teams in the West, like not. Not counting Golden State and Los Angeles, whatever, but like you want to see, and like 
I even, you know, admitted to Bob back in what early April, late March, like the Knicks in the playoffs is great. Like, yeah. You want to see that. You, you want the be, you want the Bing Bong guy out there. You I don't. Want the, the hey KD, don't you regret not coming to the Knicks guy? I, like I, I don't think that this is going to result in you know San Antonio, you know going on. A, I think San Antonio could be good, like a a play in team this year. Oh, I think they could too. Because I think there's I think a non zero chance that Wimby is one of off. those. Like for yeah. as bad as we talked about San Antonio. They just they they just had no direction. That's another team where I would think, okay, it'd be really cool if they could figure out a way to, to snag for Atlanta lead. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I hadn't considered them. Yeah. Hmm. Fred Fred Van Vliet goes to San Antonio. They have some those wings are all young and not fully formed yet, but a legitimate organize the game point guard. Yeah. I it could happen I, real quick, honestly. With a quickness, you, you say says. you say playing game. I see a path to a six seed. Yeah, if, if they get well. if they get the right if they get if they get a legit top fifteen or top twenty even point guard. Yeah, like if they because I just look at the the way the West is shifting. It's kind of weird right now because you're gonna have Denver. You don't know how long that's gonna last and. Everybody else is just either in a holding pattern or they are trying to convince themselves, Golden State, uh, that the window has not closed. But then you have some other teams, Minnesota, who basically just like tried to mortgage a two or three year window and ended up falling out of it. We talked about that extensively. I liked the idea of that trade last summer. Didn't work. Yeah, it's it didn't work. They 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 tried to like keep the door open, but then like a category I mean, five like hurricane was like no no yeah that not happening. I don't know what they're gonna do. Also, because man, log on to Sport Track. That town's extension. That town supermax. Oh, it is bad. <laughs> it is a bad contract. There's a I lot don't know. of that contract. I don't know me. who is. I mean, I feel bad for Anthony Edwards because Anthony Edwards is cool and fun. Kermit Wiltz, he's awesome, and boy, is that team a that team is a mess. And, and, and guess who has to deal with it? A Rod. Yeah, well, A Rod's not really dealing with it. He's just he's A Rod. Let me have this, Bob. Okay, oh, dunk on A Rod. Dunk on A Rod. Thank you. Thank dunk you. Lower the rims to eight feet and just dunk him into oblivion. Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to plug as we wrap up here today? Not Any at the new moment, stories? But, uh, you can always find me at, on the Twitter at, at Bob Sayeta, even though for some reason Andrew can't figure out how to spell my Twitter handle properly in that window in the upper left-hand corner. But Sorry, it's not a big deal. Um, it still says Bob Sayeta. Oh, no. Did I get it wrong? Yeah, you got it wrong. It's Boo. Okay. Boo. There's an extra E there. Um you win a special prize if you can figure out where it goes. Um, <laughs> uh, no, you can always find me on there. Uh, I've got some stuff cooking, but nothing imminent. AIE. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I got it. it, it I'll do it real quick before I forget going into next week. Andrew Hammond, what about you? AL.com. What do we got this week outside of the Bama uh, just being double-digit dogs when Tennessee comes to town this fall? Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. um, SEC baseball tournament. Um, Balls yeah, coming in really hot. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no, not really sure what you're talking about, Chase. Um, I do. Maybe doesn't even have a baseball that... coach because they're coach um, for uh, gambling yeah. stuff. So Bob, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we so, talked about this too. I'm sorry. You cannot make gambling a one-touch Amazon type purchase and not expect this stuff is not is, is yeah. Is we, not we've been calling. I've been calling for this since like I feels like since we've started doing this. I was like, this yeah. is not going to end well. Nope. Um, and we no. have. A, I, I I will still say we are on the verge, or we are in the early stages of a gambling crisis in this country. And I I really hate that the leagues have leaned into it. Um, 
they, they, yeah. They, wow. They chose short-term game over long-term growth. What a shocking Shocker. development. Shocker. America. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I got to, I got to head out. So yeah, yeah let's, well, let's cut, let's cut and print right on America. There you go. Bob Silverman, Andrew Hammond, always a pleasure. And I will talk to y'all next week. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas podcast. Hell yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.